Howdy, folks. I'm fixing to tell y'all about Texas, nicknamed the Lone Star State. I'm particularly fond of these. I pulled them out of a place on Midgard called Texas. Don't mess with Texas. That's the message. I'm Walker. And I'm Texas Ranger. I mean, anything for Salinas. Welcome to this week's episode of Texas Slang for Crazy. This week we're discussing John Henry Falk, the Texan who brought down the blacklist. While many people romanticize the 1950s in America, it was a pretty nightmare situation for many Americans. Austin native John Henry Falk learned this the hard way. Born in 1913, Falk grew up on West Live Oak Street in South Austin. While the house is no longer a house, the area is now a restaurant. I promise that I'm not obsessed with UT right now, but Falk did also attend that university and completed his master's program there. He was primarily interested in folklore and storytelling, and he became famous for standing up against the blacklist program during the period called the Red Scare. In the 1950s, Senator Joseph McCarthy's desire to root out communists in the United States led to the creation of the House of Un-American Activities Committee. These folks interviewed men and women suspected of communism, or sometimes just being adjacent to someone who was. There's actually a story of somebody who ended up blacklisted because they had rented an apartment to somebody who was accused of communism because they knew a communist. It's a whole thing. Pretty quickly, people started naming names of those all around them. And this was mostly because if you didn't, you were considered a hostile witness and you often faced fines, jail time, and the most frightening thing of all, being blacklisted from your profession. The blacklist was a list of entertainers with alleged links to the Communist Party who were banned from plying their trade. It was one of the worst kept secrets in the industry. John Henry Falk didn't like this practice. From 1947 to 1956, he was exceptionally popular on radio programs and as a TV host or panelist, especially for his homespun stories and country humor. His Texas drawl was delightful, y'all. He was well-liked, and this helped him get elected as the vice president of the American Federation of Television and Radio Arts. He advised he wanted to take a stand against blacklisting and frightening and frankly illegal practices being used by the House of Un-American Activities Committee and also the FBI at the time. The FBI would often slip questionable information on a blank piece of paper into the hands of important figures in Hollywood to advise them to get rid of a person on staff, usually saying they had interactions with the communists. The paper was always delightfully void of where that information came from. Falk decided to try to get the Actors Union to take a stand. This ended up upsetting a man named Vincent Hartnett, who was a publisher of a booklet called Red Channels, which listed the names of people who were supposedly associated with the Communist Party. He also worked with a group called AWARE. He ended up distributing these pamphlets to industry executives, and as these executives were terrified of losing advertising revenue, they took the threat seriously. Falk was blacklisted and lost his jobs in radio and television. I have said it before, I will say it again. Texans do not like to lose, and they especially don't like to lose when they haven't done something wrong. Falk hired attorney Louis Neiser, and they fought. They fought hard. The two filed a claim of libel towards his accusers. On April 23, 1962, after a lengthy battle to even get there, the trial opened in New York State Supreme Court. The trial revealed the existence of the blacklist to the court itself and how it had damaged Falk's ability to make a living. 
While there were still some shady practices that happened after this, this libel case effectively ended the practice of blacklisting in the Hollywood industry. He was awarded $3.5 million, but unfortunately, later repeals reduced that to $500,000, which was still a lot of money at the time. He ended up writing a book about the trials called Fear on Trial. John Henry Falk continued to share his story on the lecture circuit, discussing the importance of freedom of speech and intellectual freedom. He passed away in Austin, April 9th, 1990, at the age of 76. Bonus fun fact, he was the storyteller in the 1975 horror movie, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Have a wonderful week, y'all. If you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, the book Texas Sling for Crazy is now available on Amazon. I would love for you to read it. Have a great day, a wonderful weekend. And if you want to find us online, we're on Twitter at SlangTX, Facebook at Texas Sling for Crazy, Instagram at TX Sling for Crazy, or if you just want to go to one spot to find it all, TXSlingforCrazy.com. Thank you.